spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. I will do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 531. Happy Thursday to you, Carl. Freaking Brown. Morning, honey. How the heck you doing over there, pal? You know what's funny? Uh, I'm doing well. I was, uh, Chelsea and I have been going through a rewatch of The Sopranos, and I just uh-huh. went through the episode with the Ralphie Cifaretto quote there, the, ah, hand, the handsome contest. Nice. She looked up from her phone for a second. Hey, answer my shows. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Thursday, huh? Before six are in the text box, jumping in to say, morning, guys. 17 in a row for the Toronto Tudor on Jeopardy. Yes. We didn't jinx her. Give her the no. claps again. One more time. Chelsea and I watched it live last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She uh, finished the day with $27,201. Okay. Got to, uh, she hit a huge daily double uh, in, in round two that boosted her total. Oh, got a person here saying she won by a dollar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So One dollar. One, in the end, uh, it was uh, Poets was the final Jeopardy category. And uh, the gentleman who was in second place had enough money that if he doubled his total, he could tie her. Yeah. But that's it. So he wagered his full set and got himself to 27200 yeah. And uh, she also had the correct answer. But had to get it right. And just Yeah, she had to, or else it would have been a draw, and then I don't know where that goes. I was going to say, what happens if there's a draw? I, I'm not sure what the tie. Uh, Fist fight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. All right, get in the ring. Here we go. Sleeves up. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the tiebreaker scenario is, but she was able to... uh, I want to figure that out, actually. ...able to win by a buck. I'm sure we could figure that out. Yeah. That can't be that hard. That information has to be available. Fist fight. Okay, so what should be? Let me think here. (laughs) Uh, We make them play a quick game of Connect Four. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be all right. Right? Is that what you do? Uh, Let's see here. Quick game of Jenga. Uh, Do you just flip a coin? Says the rules related to ties have changed over time. Since November of 2014, ties for first place following Final Jeopardy are broken with a tiebreaker clue. No way. Resulting in only a single champion being named, keeping their winnings, and returning to compete on the next show. What do they go shot for shot on, on like, or is it is first it, to buzz in? Is it like a shootout? Is, is it like a buzz off? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be wild. It looks like they had one back in February. Yeah? Yeah, I'm looking Ooh. at it. Ooh. That's that's some drama I would so enjoy. It was a rare occurrence for a show, and thanks to new rules established in 2016, a winner had to be declared. Here's what happened. Going into the final Jeopardy round, uh, yes, 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 final care, yes, all three contestants got right. Protagonist, the classic. So we had two contestants finish with 34,000. This again, sorry, I'm, I'm reading this article live here. Uh, host Ken Jennings wasted no time in explaining what would happen next. He would read one final clue, oh, okay. and whomever gave a correct response would we'll be it. the uh, winner. So, so it was yeah. a buzz off. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's cool. I I was I am very relieved to hear she won. I did not want her to lose the day that, that we, we talked about finally it. Finally, cover the story, even though yeah. it's recorded well ahead of time. I know. I still felt. I, Some pressure. Uh, yeah, I did. Just I did not want that on our shoulders. No. So Matea Roach hey. uh, will continue going for uh, going for eighteen in a row tonight. Check this out. Askfoot Jake said, "Is it bad that I actually know her and haven't watched a single episode?" Oh, you know her, Jake. Well, how do you know her? 
Follow yeah. follow up. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, she's a tutor in Toronto, so it's yeah, not out of the realm of possibility. Possible you could, that you could uh, come across cross paths. Yeah. Did, did she tutor you? <laughs> you should watch one episode. Yeah, she's. I mean, watch tonight. I I think that if somebody was on Jeopardy that I knew, maybe I don't know if I'd tune in immediately. But if all of a sudden it was like. Oh, Jessica Sampson. One. I, I don't know where that came from. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> the long lost friend of Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Um, if, the cliche second wife. I do, not, I do not know why. What a name. That came. This is the first name. But either way, if somebody I knew was on this heater, right? Yeah. And is making all these waves. I tune in. I, I would tune in. And he just says friend of a friend. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. No personal interactions. Also, uh, another before sixer said, morning, boys. Fiance is going mm-hmm. on hour 22 of labor. 22? Huge shout out to all the moms out there. Is she having a Carl? Ooh, a Carl. <laughs> How long was your mom in labor with you? Uh, it was like, it was it was almost a day before they decided oh. that I was not coming out the traditional way. No? No. Carl was setting up shop, having a coffee. Yeah. He was probably reading the newspaper in there. I was trying to get out. It was just, you know, physics. How the hell do you get a newspaper in there? Yeah. Eh, I don't want to get out. It's dated for yesterday. Incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm not coming out. He's Look, talking. He's got a watch on. It's set to daylight savings. Incredible. <laughs> uh, fine, I uh, guess. Gets out, shakes the doctor's hand. How are you? All right. Hello, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you have this accent. <laughs> As a, as a baby. That was an old uh, SNL sketch with, uh, with with Will Ferrell and uh, and Chris Barnell. You've given birth to what we term in the medical community a dude. <laughs> he comes out and he's got like his buddies from Atlantic City and he just takes off right away. What? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's a great sketch. Well, can you make it SNL? Yeah. That's pretty pretty early in the day to do that. Sure is, Jessica Sampson. Yeah, you haven't made it wrestling yet, but no, you have yet. made it SNL. Not yet. Uh, all right, let's get going here with our dink of the day in a few minutes. We'll kick off the show with some Metallica. It's I fight. picked a weird one. Yeah, you did. A weird one, an old one. Fight fire with a fire. Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. I mean, if you weren't awake, <laughs> been, uh, been to rip the top off. Eh? <laughs> I think you are now, uh, Joey Bricks. What'd you think of that song, man? Tarps off. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, the texts are flying in, boys. <laughs> that's a banger. The uh, volume per minute, I think, is uh, is through the roof on that one. Although, that's, uh, pretty good. One text here said that was too much. I'm offended. Uh, signed Jessica Sampson. So, oh, yeah, Mrs. Uh, Sampson. We upset her though. That's too bad. <laughs> Holy, that'll get you going. You got us going. I know. It takes a lot. <laughs> At first, I get hit. As, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Lars on the double kick there. You can hear the bass drum just absolutely pumping. Uh, it's a little little track off Ride the Lightning from 1984. Album's older than me. You know what? Lars didn't have to shut up there. No, he did not. No, that was okay. That was okay. Okay, let's, um, where are we going here? Oh, you know what? We said we were going to stay in Florida. Nah, I lied. <laughs> We're going uh, Mont uh, Monterey County, Monterey County. Uh huh. Monterey. Monterey. Maybe. Uh, yeah, Monterey is probably probably better. Monterey County in California. You know what? Right. Hey, we're going to California. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, a California yeah, man has Monterey, been yes. has been sentenced to two years in prison 
for impersonating a police officer. Okay. Now, that's bad uh, and not something you're supposed to do. Yeah, for just, sure. Just in any term, right? We've heard stories of people going into, like, McDonald's and saying, I'm a cop. You have to give me whatever, right? It's weird. I have friends of mine who got in trouble for impersonating a police officer. Really? Halloween party. This is, oh boy, back in maybe 2002. Okay. My buddy, uh, I think the statute of limitations is 20 years on now, so I can say uh, my buddy Jeremy Johansson. Okay. His dad is a police officer. Oh, my God. And he literally went into his dad's closet and took oh. one of his old uniforms. Oh, no. He came in. He like he grew a mustache for this Halloween party. No. Came in, powdered donuts smeared all over his face. And oh. He just kept telling us, guys, guys, I can't get it dirty. I can't get this uniform dirty. I got to return it after. And we're like, yeah, sure, Jer. 45 minutes later, I haven't seen Jer in a while. He is literally asleep in a garden bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> he had thrown up on himself and was asleep in a garden bed. Oh, my God. He uh, was walking home that night and was apprehended. Ah. Yes. Luckily, they took him home because they knew his dad. Okay, good point. So that's that's another impersonating police officer. Not great. Yeah. But how about we take it a step further as Clemente? Clement? Yeah. Clemente. Clemente Martinez stopped an off-duty sergeant at 3 a.m. while uh, impersonating a police officer. <laughs> Martinez activated a flashing red and blue light on his Chevy Malibu before demanding the car pull over. Martinez then walked up to the window. The sergeant, of course, immediately informed him that I am also a police officer. He's off duty, but I assume he had some identification to show the guy. Martinez attempted to run, but was caught and is now facing two years in prison. Said the sergeant was able to follow him, call for backup, and arrest him in front of his own home. Once again, we have a hide-and-seeker. Who went back to their home base. Yeah. Pal, I tell you, that's what they're looking for you. I guess so. Eh? Yeah. Impersonating a police officer. <laughs> and you one and you pull over a car for, yeah. I don't know, poops and giggles. Yeah. And it's a police officer. I'd love to say it's bad luck, but you put yourself in that yeah, position. Yeah, it's not bad luck yeah. because yeah, you just, you just shouldn't be doing it. You don't need to be there. <laughs> so it's not even bad. No. Uh Clemente Martinez. You're a dink of the day. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. Phone number 905-688-9797. A few people are chiming in of either buddies of theirs Mm -hmm. or people they know that have (laughs) impersonated a police officer. Yeah. Now, when you're like a very young kid, or at least you know when you and I were growing up, like the cops and robbers, kind of like a version of Tang or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, there's police uniforms at the like Halloween store. Where's yeah. the where is the cutoff of like? Can you not step outside the house party in the uniform? <laughs> is there an age limitation to when you can no longer dress like it's a good this? Question. It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you wanted to chime in really quick, man? Uh, just on the topic of impersonating an officer, uh, me and a friend of mine, when we were about 15, we were uh, caught impersonating the Ministry of Natural Resources asking for fishing licenses and uh, checking for booze. Oh, what, so you could take the booze? Exactly. <laughs> Turns out we, uh, we told a woman that she needed a fishing license, and she had to drive pretty far to go get it. Yeah. When she got there, they asked her why she had driven so far. Uh, it all came around. Cops came, found the boat, said Ministry of Natural Resources at my cottage, yeah. and uh, could have been pretty bad if they were 
couple good cops. We let it go. I just had to apologize. Oh yeah, Needless you. Say, you no, we had to paint the boat. I was gonna say you didn't get a fine or anything. No, we were we were young and they knew we were just being stupid. Yeah, but sorry, whose boat did you have to paint? Uh, well, we had got a Ministry of Natural Resources boat out of auction, so it set it all over the side. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, so they wanted to paint the boat before we could take her back out. Oh, and they, they just made you, like, stand there and apologize to the woman? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that must have been embarrassing. Yeah, well, you know, we're dumb. <laughs> I mean, confirmed, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, the auction boat. Thank pretty, you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it's the pretty call. good bit. Stopping them at the, uh, you got a fishing license on you? You got any liquor on you? I guess you just the right. You asked the wrong person. Eh? You got the boat with the logoing on it. And- couldn't you just? Shouldn't you have said to the woman like, "Hey, we'll let you through. Just give us that vodka right there, <laughs> and you can just go on your way." All right, don't be, don't let her turn around. Yeah, don't go turn her all around. The way for it. No, oh, you take the bribe. Isn't that what you do? Yeah, that's you take right. the bribe. Come on, and then paint the boat <laughs> and get out of there. Another another story here. I said, "Morning, boys." Here and Carl talk about. Somebody impersonating their dad's police officer. Mm-hmm. I did this once. Dad was a cop. I used his uh, uniform for a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I ended up ruining the uh, uniform. He told me after beating my... No. That ended up getting him suspended for a few days. No way. I still wonder to this day if he was just telling me this. This is what he tells me. Mm. And he stands by that story. Yeah. I think, I think my buddy got kicked out of his house, actually. Oh, pretty really? Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got I'm sure that was, like, the final straw of, like, would you please just leave? Oh, wow. Yeah. Eh? Was he a bit of a hellraiser? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like, Jer wasn't that young at this, like, when this happened. He was oh, like, really? Yeah, he was, like, he probably, God, I was, I was 17, and he must have been four years older than me. Oh, he was 21? Yeah, he was, like. Oh, he that was, like, makes way like, more sense like, now. three or four years older than me. And okay. And was still, like. You know. So yeah, they were like, "Get or, go, get, get just get out." Yeah. Go. Yes. Twenty <laughs> one. Something he, like that. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Pretty sure it's October '02, and I, I think Jared graduated four years ahead of me. So yeah, he would have been. Yeah. You know, this is the guy, Jesse, <laughs> who we just heard from there, right? Fifteen. Sure. You know, kind of a clever Something ruse stupid. with the boat. They're yeah, taking whatever. some liquor. I don't know. Twenty yeah. one. <laughs> that's pretty. And then he passed out in the garden bed. Eventually, yep. What's he doing now? Lives in China. What? Yeah. Went over there as an English teacher, I think. And what? that's the last time I heard from him. I haven't talked to him in like 15 years, probably. Oh, really? Yeah. Good dude. <laughs> <laughs> CHTZ, an iHeart radio station. All right, 608. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. And Carl, on this show, more than once, mm-hmm. we have discussed stories of somebody buying something like. Um, uh, an old uh, office desk or sure. a, an old hutch, and in the desk or the hutch is some form of cash. Yep. We've talked about it with homes. We've, uh, we've talked about found yeah. money and what you do with it a number of times. Scenarios come up. So what your opinion, just to roll it back, if you were to buy mm-hmm. an old office desk and in one of the drawers was $2,000, Yeah. Uh-huh. is that yours? Do you say anything? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, see, I I think it's two grand. Yeah, I feel like it's mine. Like I agree. You put it up for sale. I assume that you vetted what you put up for sale. Like if I put it up there, I would feel like an idiot that there is two grand in there that I didn't yeah. sort through it. But that's kind of 
you had the opportunity. It was your desk. Mm -hmm. I paid you the price you asked for it. Mm -hmm. At this point, the transaction is over. I agree. There's been court cases about this, yeah. all sorts of things. And people have differing opinions. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's yours. No, it should go back. It should be split. So here's a story out of Germany. Bitterfeld, Germany, and they do things just a little differently. A man recently purchased a, a set of used kitchen cabinets from an elderly couple's estate. So it's an estate sale. Yeah. So basically you can go through a home or whatever it is and and go through and, yeah. and pick it out. Okay. Okay. He bought the cabinets for $300. In the cabinets he found, hidden in there, envelopes with cash that equaled $163,000. Just a bit more than $2,000. A little bit more. Hundred and sixty-three grand. He he said he opened up one envelope and it exploded yeah. with hundred-dollar bills. Yeah, or marks. Or yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I, you know what I mean. It's like money exploded out of it. I got you. He opened up another envelope. Yeah. That's when he started counting and realized there's one hundred and sixty-three thousand oh, dollars in there. So here's the thing, though, as I said to you, and we've had this discussion. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing this man can do because under German law, the man cannot keep the money. Yeah. I've uh I've looked into I'm looking at this now because I'm trying to find where this uh where this law was kind of designed from. Yeah. But it does appear that under German law, people who discover large sums of money and report it. Now they take the guesswork out of it here. If you find it and report it, you are eligible for a finder's fee. Of up to five percent of the first five hundred marks, and then three percent of any additional oh, wow. amount. So they're looking to get this stuff turned in, and by doing it, they're trying to guarantee you some some profit. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where the law originated, but it does seem that they encourage you to turn it in, and there is like a set amount of of finder's fee that will be granted to you. Okay. So that He walked away with 5500. Yeah, so that clears up a little bit of the muddiness. Which is still good. I mean, 5500 yeah. it's free money. But also This is like there should be some onus on the people who go through and clear this estate. I agree. Right? Unless these people passed away with no uh you know, with with no uh, Heirs or you know, no, mm -hmm. no children, no family, whatever it is. Well, but even then, whoever that estate is turned over to, you do have a, a, an onus of responsibility to go through it. There is a chance because some people do like to hide, and, and I, I'm generalizing, yeah. But there are some elderly people who do like to hide their money, yes. It's so, like under the mattress, holes in the backyard, the holes whole thing. in yeah. the cabinet, yes. So, there is just a great chance that they hit it well. And like, why would the estate look for extra yeah. compartments? Are you lifting drawers and stuff? I, yeah. Right? So, I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily begrudge the estate here. Yeah. But, man, it because it's a law, I, I think, and because it's a German law, it might be a little freaky. I don't know. Maybe. But you have Maybe. in your possession. Uh huh. You're you're looking. You have just bought cabinets, Carl. Right. Yes. Your sure. wife has found something that uh, she wants yep. in Hamilton. You drove out there. Mm -hmm. You grabbed it. You brought it home. And all of a sudden, sitting on your table is a hundred and sixty-three grand. Yeah. Is there not a part of you that just goes, 
oh, I can, it's all, all my troubles, <laughs> all my bills, all my debt. It's, yeah, gone. Instantly. But could, would you be live, living the rest of your time just looking over your shoulder? I think there's a little bit of that. I think there's a little bit of, like, the... It, it's a lot of mystery, you know? You yeah. and I know where our income comes from. And eventually you do have to answer for it. Like, I don't yeah. just get to knock off all these bills and, and invest this money without, you know, having to explain somewhere along the line yeah. where I got it, right? Yeah. You and I live, unfortunately, law-abiding lives. I can't just get flush with 160 k <laughs> and and put myself in a better spot without a letter coming in the mail saying, where'd you get it? Yeah. Like, that's just how it is, right? Okay, fine. $163,000 worth of wrestling toys. Okay. Can't track those. <laughs> no, right? And I'm stashing them. How many belts? <laughs> how many belts did uh, that buy? Huh? Literally all of them. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. It's Offspring 977. It's FM. Soper and Brown Show. There's so many opinions coming in. If mm-hmm. you're just tuning in, man in Germany bought... Old kitchen cabinets from an elderly couple's estate. Yeah, so the passed couple away, had right? passed away. He was, you know, the estate sale. If you've ever been to one, you kind of go into a home, and there's prices on 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 pieces of the of the home itself. And he bought some some old cabinets. In the cabinets, well, he found what works out to be a hundred and sixty three dollars American. Sixty three thousand. Oh, sorry, one hundred sixty three thousand. Yeah. yeah, sorry, one hundred sixty three thousand. Had a couple American. of commas in there, yeah. It's a lot of money. It sure is. And, and we discuss these stories many times. Oh, what would you do if you found a hundred? What would you do if you found a thousand? Yeah, one hundred and sixty-three thousand is a life-changing. It's making some problems. Go amount away. of money. Uh-huh. But little did we know. I did not know this was a thing in North America. It's kind of the honor system. A little bit. Yeah, in Germany there is some requirement. It's a to, law to report found property. It yes. is German law, and they even have established percentages for what you what you bring in and report. So, for example, whatever I think it's I think it was five percent of the first five hundred dollars that you that you report, and then three percent of any additional money beyond that. So, this person did in this case report it and walked away with an extra fifty five hundred dollars. And his cabinets. That's great. Look, it's still free money. Yeah. But man, it's just so tempting. It's got to be so tempting. Multiple people are saying, why do you say anything? Golden rule, shut your mouth. Yeah. Just don't report the money. Now, this isn't like Russia or China, right? The application of German laws are, you know, they're the modern world. Like, it's not. But. Yeah. It's still a law. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would freak me out a little bit. It's almost like it's almost nice in one way that they have something established, yeah. So you know, going in when you find something, like, oh, okay, like what? A, there's the gray area has been eliminated a little bit, but yeah, it's man, it's still 163k. Another text said, "Let's be real. That guy pocketed a lot more money before he told the police. You think he kept some? Now, see, that's the interesting thing. Would you? But again, put yourself in in okay. this scenario. Okay, you get the 163k. You say to yourself. Or think to yourself, what if you kept eighty k? Oh, wait, so you go half? You go, yeah. So you just kept eighty grand and went to him and said, "Look, I got these cabinets from this estate sale. I found an envelope in there, had it had eighty grand in it." And they go, "Oh, thank you so much for returning this. Here's your finder's fee. You're on your way." Do you think you could you could sleep a little easier? Oh, I could. Yeah, but. 
the fact that it's law, what if mm-hmm. they go back and they say, oh, you know what? We found this note that said there's 160 grand. Yeah. You know, around. So. Like, that's weird. Oh. I only found 80K. Oh, but the. Again, the fact it's a German law, does that not make you I don't a know. little freaked out? Or would you just say, ah, you know what? I'd start yeah. looking at other places. I found 80. See you later. Another says here that, you know, it, is it technically lost property if he purchased it? The estate did have the chance to go through everything. Uh, of, of course. Yeah, there's there's a number of... of, of but there's kinda, a law in place. Yeah. So it, 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 I understand what they're getting at. Uh-huh. But there's a literal law in place yeah, about, saying you have to give it back. Mm-hmm. So the whole finder's thing, I, look, I get it. Yeah. But it, that doesn't matter in Germany because they have a law. I kind of like the... Uh, <laughs> this is good here. Hi there. I wouldn't keep anything extra. I'm from a German family. Germans follow rules. This is not a stereotype. You know, we uh, are friends with somebody mm-hmm. who is, is from a German background. He talks about that all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm German. We follow the system. <laughs> He's like, you know who I'm talking about. I think I do, yeah. Right? And yeah. he all the time, he was like, I'm German. Like, if there's a meeting at 10, yeah. and they're at 9.59. Yes. Like, that's it. We're here. And if he showed up at 10.01, he Uh was apologizing. I am so sorry for being late. (laughs) And, like, he was a, like, strict regimen guy, right? On time. Yeah. So, I I didn't think about that. Going off the person we know, he he probably didn't keep any. Somebody said, too, here, if you do return a piece of the money, are they not watching you afterwards? I wonder that. Do you you put yourself on the Rather than going in and clearing your name, do you put yourself more on the radar if you go and report a portion of the total? Texter says, it's cash now for you. Go to Walmart, you go to a bar. That money (laughs) cannot go into your account. Yeah. But it's now walking around money. Yeah, that you just use it for all of your 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 cash outings, your, we, whatever it is. Yeah, we went for lunch with Adam yesterday. We did. Yes, right? I found one hundred and sixty three grand. Uh, I say, boys, hey, yeah. lunch is on me. I put a hundred down on the table. I say, mm-hmm. I, I got this covered. Don't mm-hmm. worry. You, you just do things like that for the rest of your life. All, any of your your walking around cash forever in a day. Yeah, you have a little envelope in your bedside table. Uh, is that? <laughs> That's all you could do, right? I guess so. Because you can't put it in your account. Yeah. yeah. You can't. That's tough, man. It is. It's a really tough one. You, just, you take your finder's fee in this scenario, and oh. you got free cabinets, basically, and another 5500 bucks. But, yeah, I know. Oh, you just look at that. 160 is a You're problem looking solver. at it. I know. Oh, cash. On, you want to talk about cash on the table. Thanks. <sighs> Soper and Brown Show. There's many opinions coming in about this, yeah. finding the money in the cabinet thing. We're, we're, we're going to move along. The fact that it was 163000 just, we again, we've talked about these stories, but that is just such a game-changing amount to it deal is. with. Yeah, for it's, a lot of people it is. is let, me ask, let me ask is. you this question. Good. Is there any part of you that would wonder... Am I being pranked in some weird YouTube thing right oh, now? Oh, like, is this being left here as uh, some, uh, I don't know. some social experiment and they're going to come knock on my door? I don't think I would go that way because your brain is more wired to the content thing than I am. Yeah. I wouldn't think that I'm being pranked. I would just, I would, I would have the paranoia of I'm going to be, you know, arrested, audited, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't think social media prank. No. No, I wouldn't go there. It's immediately where my brain. If it's a hundred, if it's a hundred bucks on the street, then yes, somebody may be pulling the old fishing lure <laughs> yeah. gimmick on me for sure. But that would be 
incredibly elaborate to plant 163 grand <laughs> in the cabinets of a dead couple in a German estate sale. Wait, the couple's not dead. Whoa! They 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 invite me to the funeral after I bought the cabinets, and they get out out of the. T- their, they pop up and uh, ask for their money back. Uh huh. Ever ever happened to you? Uh huh. Coffin <laughs> flop out of the coffin and come for the money. I'm just saying. Anyways, those are the things I think about. Uh-huh. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we do have to get to uh, questions. I, a few of them have started floating in. But if you want to start throwing out some questions, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, we're going to go rapid fire. Anything that's been on your mind, 977-977, and we'll do it all in about seven minutes. Questions. Tell me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, get your texts in. You've been wondering. You've been sitting on a question. You need answers for. We got answers. I got some good ones here. Carl, where do you want to start? Let's start with this one. Uh, first person said, uh, you know, this this song should have been done by Nickelback. It sounds like them. Uh, Hap Default was on the Nickelback. Uh, they were on their record label. They were, they? yes. Yeah. yeah, they were on, uh, was the it six, 604 Records? Same record label, came out at the same time. Yeah. And it's the same reason why Theory of a Dead Man also on that record also label. Also sounds kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Similar, yeah. yeah it, it's a sound all, that worked, and they that's right. pumped it out. Uh, Although of, I, I like that song. I don't, I don't mind, mind that, that yeah. Hasn't been overkilled as much, and it's been gone for a bit. Yep. Uh, how does it feel to give the Jeopardy girl the soper and brown bump, causing her to only win by a dollar last night? First of all, I actually think she was just putting a little drama in there. It was drama. She knows that it was good for the content. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think it's only by a dollar. I think she dominated by a dollar. She won by a buck, but she won $27,000. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you win by a buck or you win by two. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Shout out to her. 17 in a row. Would you rather go somewhere warm or somewhere cold on vacation right now? Warm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chelsea and I were looking at... uh, we were looking at, like, Tulum, like yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Put me on a beach, drink in hand. I'll get burnt, sweaty, <laughs> you know, sandy. Can I say that? And, and this is, and this is don't take this as a complaint, okay. but it's a little bit, um, we're, we're at that point now where I'm like, I kind of want to take a vacation vacation because our vacation time has mostly been filled with people coming to visit mm. us, which is great. Oh, I'm not, I get I'm not, like saying. I'm very pumped. Like my sister's coming out here for a week in July, uh, where you and I'll be off. I've got my aunt is coming out next week for for almost a full week as well. We've got people coming in August, but most of our like our our time off that we're using is being filled with folks coming here, and it's like oh, I almost want to go and do no, like a. I agree with you, a resort thing or something for a little bit. I agree with you. Um. Is there any type of alcoholic beverage that you cannot stomach, either because you drank too much or you had bad experiences with it? This person uh, cites a bad experience with raspberry vodka. Uh, 151 would be one of them, although I don't know who is. But tequila is also up there. For you, yeah. I had an awful night on tequila where everything came up for what felt like 24 hours. (laughs) And to this day, I can do a shot of tequila here and there, Mm -hmm. but if I start getting into the two shots of three shots of tequila, I start to feel that. And like the, and maybe it's just uh, like a placebo effect. Yeah. But I start to think, oh, I'm about to puke for 24 hours. <laughs> Tequila doesn't sit right with me. There was a time in my life where I could drink Canadian Club with uh, ginger ale and a squeeze of lime. Yeah. Like no one's business. Really? 
I could put it down in amounts that would shock and appall most people. Oh. And the idea of a Ryan Ginger, Canadian club specifically right now, kind of makes my stomach turn. Really? I never really got sick off of it, but I just binged it for so long. It was my go-to for so long that I, the idea... I can taste the the concept of it in my mouth right now, and I just don't want any part of it. What's something you do in a in a hotel room you'd never do at home? Have sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I usually treat the hotel room uh, pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do anything weird in there. I leave that to other people, I suppose. Like I don't. Maybe like sleeping like sometimes if there's two beds in the room, like sleep in separate beds. Yeah. Spread out, starfish. What about really walk, weird. walk amongst the whole room naked? Because at home, there's you can be naked. Yeah, but, again, but like if but, I'm in my kitchen, there's a window. Sure. In my living room, there's a big you know window. I'd have to shut the blinds. And even still, you're kind of wondering, like, well, now, did I leave one open? Now, again, you live with children as yes, well yes. In, in my house. I, I walk. I, I have traversed the home in the nude. I've walked everywhere in that yeah. house naked. I certainly have. Yeah. I'm just saying in a hotel, I'm, yeah, typically, maybe it's because of the kids. I'm yeah. like, there's nobody around. Yeah. So I feel I, free. I do a lot more naked at home probably than you do. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, there's nothing else really weird, I don't think. I just personally sit there and read my Bible. Oh, is that what you do? The complimentary one or you bring your own? I masturbate. <laughs> What's the best way to deal with burnout from a toxic workplace? And it says in brackets, I have applied to other jobs already. Uh, keep applying. Yeah, you should do that. Just keep applying. Yeah. No time off will satisfy you. I no, promise you no, that. No, that's a good point. Just keep applying. Yeah. Last one. What gets a lot of hate but deserves every bit of it? Deserves it? Yeah. Oh. What gets a lot of hate but deserves it? The the answer is scammers. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Right? There's Because there's a lot of things in this world where somebody can go, I hate X, right? Let me, God, I just hate soccer. It's so yeah. boring. But you can understand why somebody likes it. Yeah. There is not a person in this world Who, that will defend scammers. Yeah. Like a, the scam callers and whatnot, yeah. scam is, emails. It is hard to find an ounce of sympathy for any of those folks. You know you know Chelsea's latest thing? Mm. She had a call yesterday. It was, it was the air ducts thing, right? Yeah. And she goes, oh, you know what? We do actually need uh, this service. Which says, let me get my husband. And then she puts him on mute. And sees how long they'll sit on hold. That's funny. She's like, if I can burn three minutes of their time, four minutes of their time, and they can't call someone else during those four minutes, you're just trying to waste as much of their time as possible. That's pretty good. She had somebody call back the other day and was like, you waste my effing time. She's like, I'm wasting your time. (laughs) What about the, let me get my husband, go and get like a strainer or a pot, put it over the phone, grab a spoon, and just beat it right into their ears. Okay, here he is. Yeah. Actually, I got I got scammed, quote unquote, by your uncle. I yesterday. saw that my poor uncle Dan, his Instagram got hacked. It was, and I don't know if you've seen the Instagram hack lately, where they go, "Hey, I'm in a contest to become an influencer. Yeah, can you vote for me? Yes. And then they say, just send me a screenshot, uh-huh. and it'll I can send, and, and then they can get they know. hack yeah. your account or whatever. Yeah, I guess so yeah, it came from your uncle Dan. I saw that he uh, has like sixty followers on Instagram. And he's, how old is he? He's uh, he's, a, he's an orthodontist. Like he's probably in, he's in his fifth. 50s, late yeah. 50s, probably. Uh, he's. It, I was just like, your uncle Dan. What yeah, the hell is this? I saw that. And so I said, I said, get bent, scammer. <laughs> and then they wrote back, I'm gonna kill you now. All right, pal. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. Come on over. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show.
It's the Pumpkins 97.7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. I uh, was just mentioning about how I somebody hacked your uncle's Instagram account and tried That's to scam right. me yesterday. Yeah, and me and my wife. Oh, okay. I messaged everybody. Okay. Yeah. Text message here says, boys, what if Carl's uncle actually was trying to win a competition and nobody will believe him? My uncle Dan would be the least likely person to ever enter an Instagram competition. Like, private account, locked away account, like, just pictures of, like, his granddaughters and his wife. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's nothing on there. It, it's funny because the when it initially came in, I didn't know who it was. Right, and then you saw, like, followed by... Yeah, well, it just said, like, hey, I'm trying to win a, comp- a competition. Could yeah. you help me? The first message that came in was like, hey, can you help me with something? Like, it was, like, completely innocuous, right? I, and that's I, the way they get a response from you. I thought it was, like, a hits listener. I, yeah. I, I did. I actually right. responded and said, oh, what, what, what's it for uh-huh. I actually responded, uh-huh. and then that's when they said, yeah, yeah, "I'm yeah, yeah. trying to become an influencer and win this." And that's I went, "Oh, so <laughs> if you get a message from somebody, because yeah, uh, this is the new thing, oh, yeah. they say I'm in a competition, I'm trying to win this. If I send you a link, uh, can you vote and then mm-hmm. send me a screenshot of your vote? If you do that, however this works, yeah. they will now have your Instagram account." And it's gone. Oh, plus when you click the link, I'm sure it installs a malware piece on your phone. Like probably, that's right? but like, I, that's I read idea. about it. Like they, that's how they got. That's yeah. how they get it. Yeah. If you send the screenshot back. Yeah, it's the one thing you know we we receive. Obviously, you, you and I are pretty active on on social feeds. If people want to get a hold of us, and that is the one spot where I do receive a lot of messages. Where I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and then once I realized it was your uncle Dan, I was like, I was like, this is the guy who bartended your wedding, right? You're like, yep. Yeah. That's the oh, one. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something tells me your <laughs> uncle Dan is not. Trying to become an Instagram influencer. <laughs> Just doesn't feel like it. If you know the guy, he really doesn't feel like no. it. No. <laughs> so it's also, he's an orthodontist. I think he's doing okay. He's all right. Yeah, he's I, doing, I don't think he needs... He's would he right. take the Instagram influencer money? Oh, maybe. Maybe. But I think... Yeah, he's all right. He's mine. <laughs> the city's on fire. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. There's multiple people in the text box saying they've got that Instagram scam. Can you vote for me? Uh-huh. Don't. Just move yes. on. Block them. Just, move along. Yeah. Block, delete, report. Yeah. Block, delete, report. Don't. Unless we ask you to vote, then you in absolutely should vote. <laughs> in which case, yeah. <laughs> it probably won't be through an Instagram message, yeah. so don't worry about uh, <laughs> Don't worry about that. You know, somebody here says, I'll, I'll tell you, the best thing about not having social media is no scams online. Yeah, scam. oh, for sure. doesn't have Facebook, for Instagram, sure. Snapchat, anything like that. You said to me off air... That you have a, a new snack that you want to <laughs> throw into a, a, a yeah. throw towards Hits Nation. You know, I actually heard this from uh, our buddy uh, Tom McConnell, Afternoons on 610. He's uh, in the office right next to ours, and he said, I got one for you boys. And so I looked this up. The folks at uh, at Tropicana, we've talked a lot about cereal on this show. Uh-huh. Right? And, you know, different, you know, people who get their milk warmed up, people who do different things with their cereal, whatever you like for your mornings. This is... Um, this is this is demented. Tropicana Crunch okay. is the first ever breakfast cereal created to pair with Tropicana Pure Premium, so you can sip your sunshine and eat it too. So when you say Tropicana, you mean orange juice? The unusual cereal that is made for orange juice will be available through TropicanaCrunch.com. So you're supposed to pour orange juice into it? It is designed 
to be consumed with orange juice. Instead of milk. Yes. Why? I don't know. Who's been asking for this? Uh, <laughs> there must be some folks out there like who... who just want their teeth covered in orange juice and oats. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Like who was pounding the table <laughs> for a saying... cereal that would be compatible with orange juice? Yeah. Look at this thing. You get a picture of it right there. What? His little orange dude. Okay. Here's the bowl. So it's like oats and stuff. Yeah. What so. what makes it so comp- why couldn't I just take my my honey oats or whatever cereal and just do that? I mean, I suppose you could. But this is they they, they have headed into the uh into the lab if you will. Uh, to create it and make it specifically for uh, Tropicana Crunch. The box describes it as a honey almond cereal. Uh, the website explains that it contains honey and almond clusters. Uh, Tropicana spokesman further explained that after testing multiple flavors and textures, the company opted for a granola-based cereal because it can withstand the acidity in orange juice better than things like flakes, which would go soggy much quicker. There's already these like honey almond cereals out there. Yeah. These exist. Honey almond cluster kind of things, yeah. To me, if you're a Tropicana and this is something you were hoping to do, <laughs> you don't spend any money creating the cereal. Yeah. You create get a marketing team and you get them to do videos with mm-hmm. some cereal already created of them pouring or and be like this is actually pretty good. And then you get a bunch of people to do it, and then people start buying orange juice, but you didn't waste any money creating a cereal that nobody's going to buy. We've spent millions. It's a, a dumb idea. Yeah. I, I, um, I, don't, uh, I don't know who was, who was asking for it. I don't know who was interested. Somebody here said it's pretty simple, boys. Tropicana capitalizing, dominating the breakfast table, cutting milk at the knees. <laughs> Is this a battle with big milk? Is this like Tropicana taking on the dairy farmers of, uh, of of North America here? Tropicana going after big dairy. Trying to invade the breakfast table even further. This I is d- a, a text here says, buddy I work with says, sounds good. Why? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Ask him why. <laughs> yeah. What appeals to you about this? About... A bowl of orange juice with some honey almond clusters in there that you have to eat with a spoon. If you had said to me, mm-hmm. hey, somebody tried this. We should try it. Sure, I'd give it a one-off for mm-hmm. fun. I'm not racing to the store to buy this cereal, <laughs> this box of cereal specifically for it. No. Uh, a couple more here. So when I was young, my dad gave me some golden grams with OJ because we had no milk. Not terrible, but did scar me for life. So not ter- what? what? I, don't know if, I don't know how those balance, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Another one here, accidentally poured OJ in my cereal, sat down, started to eat it before I realized what I had done. Tasted bad, didn't want to waste it, so I ate the whole bowl. That's a very that's Carl Brown right there. Somebody asking, is this for the uh, vegan and vegetarian community? Maybe. Well, then say that. I mean, don't they just use, don't they just use soy milk or almond milk? Yeah, isn't that, yeah. yeah. That's what almond milk or and soy milk, milk or, or whatever. Milk, they're, they're getting milk from everything yeah, nowadays. Honestly. You don't have to resort to orange juice. No. they're Yeah, mil- yeah they are milk and almonds now. Yeah, soy. Oats, almonds, Oat, there's many milks. Oat teats are very small. How do you milk those? <laughs> no, it's incredible. The pressure you have to put under a pump. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you need soapers. I mean, we're very small people, so yeah. it's my, my family. I come from a long line of oat teat milkers. <laughs> of oat milkers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, May 4th uh, through top, TropicanaCrunch.com is where you can uh, try and get I this, I was much I more excited about the Wendy's breakfast. Oh, certainly. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Southern Ontario's best rock. It's Bulletproof 97.7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. By the way, last week to uh, get into Rock Search, don't forget. Friday is your submission deadline. Yeah, get them in. Yeah, days. Days away. Yeah. Uh, make sure, yeah, if you just head to our website, hitsfm.com. All details over there. If you've been putting it off, get on it, all right? Mm-hmm. Talking about Tropicana, creating a cereal that yeah. they say, no milk. Orange juice. Tropicana Crunch, specifically designed to be paired with orange juice. Worst idea ever. Yeah, it's up there. Multiple people have said, well, maybe it's for the lactose intolerant people. I mean, again. There's already milk. Oat milk. Yeah. Soy milk. There's literally just lactose-free milk. Yeah, that's also a thing that exists. Somebody said, you know, technically, if there is such things as almond and oat milk, could this not just be referred to as orange milk? Well. New and improved. Orange milk. (laughs) It's not bad, honestly. It's a good point. Orange. Different. Is Tropicana's marketing team a bunch of stoners? See, I don't even, if I'm baked, I don't want this. I don't think so. I don't think this appeals to somebody who's stoned. No, I would just drink the orange juice. Sure. Oh, big (laughs) cup of orange juice when you're, hmm. How about this? Yeah. My dad used to make us coffee and bread torn up in a bowl when we were very young. We loved it. Beg your pardon? What? Coffee and bread torn up, like like just ripped with your hands, bread in a bowl of coffee? I guess. When you were young? How did you eat it? I think with did a you spoon. Drink it? I think a spoon. I think it's like cereal. I think he's saying the ripped up bread is the cereal and what, the coffee is the milk. What is this like POW camp breakfast you were yeah. serving? What is this? It's insane. Yeah, pal, that's not right. No. You're not supposed to have coffee as a kid. Well, also, that's Yeah. I mean, look, maybe they didn't have a lot. I don't know. Different era. Well, that actually he just messaged and said, hey, it was the seventies. Okay. <laughs> I guess. All right. <laughs> Everybody just guessing. I still don't think it was right. I feel like we knew enough by then to, no, well, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's get to the machine in a few minutes. Coffee and ripped up bread. That's right. <laughs> oh, here's what, we did that coffee thing too? What? <laughs> get out of here. We got a machine coming up. Yes, machine is coming you up. You have the file open there? I do, yeah. Scroll to a spot. Anywhere. Anywhere. Hold on. Just scroll to somewhere. Okay. And hit play. Uh, I've got the, okay, I'm on the minute 24 spot. Okay. Two dongs. (laughs) What else do you need to hear? (laughs) Coming up. Okay. Southern Ontario's best rock. Welcome to Machine. 905. 682. 797, you give that machine a call anytime. If you missed the beginning of the show yesterday or haven't heard the podcast yet, Carl, you talked about falling asleep on the turlet. Yeah, man. Yeah, this message is for Carl. Carl, are you glad or not glad that your wife, Chelsea, didn't find you how you were on the toilet this morning? Uh, yeah, so if anybody missed it, uh, first time for me yesterday, I uh, got up and was just extraordinarily tired, and I sat down to do my typical morning business as I do, a little bit of a scroll, let your eyes adjust to the light kind of thing, and I uh, I fell asleep for like six to eight <laughs> minutes on the toilet until I dropped my phone. Uh, I am very happy that she did not find me because I think her inclination would have been, he's dead. Honestly, I think her thoughts would have, if if you found me slumped as I was in whatever position on the toilet yesterday, I think she would have thought I had an Elvis and it was over. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Huh. I think that would have been more likely to her than the thought of I could have fallen asleep. She would have said, hmm, he died doing what he loves. So I, <laughs> very true. So when I told her yesterday, she goes, well, at least you woke up. 
Yeah. That was her. Yeah. That was her. Do you think she would have screamed? Yes. And then I think it would have made you angry. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) Sleeping. Just leave me be. Yeah, I know. It would have been a scene. Yeah. It would have been a real scene. Yeah, it was enough of a scene already. <laughs> okay, let's do this. There's a boy that keeps on calling me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Down the road. Okay. It's where I'll always be. Oh, yeah. Every stop I make, I'll make a new friend. Can't stay for long, so so long. 1877 cars to kids. Oh, you got you again, girl. got you again. Fucked again. <laughs> Hooked again. I thought we were, we were just having a nice sing-along. thought maybe the show was done. My favorite thing is people working cars for kids now in. <laughs> I heard it right after I dropped you off yesterday. Oh. <laughs> podcast listener way to chime in. Chowder Brown. Oh. Listening to yesterday's podcast. Yeah. And I agreed with Bailey's pick of the peg leg to be the sexiest part of a pirate. Yeah. You're not alone, Bailey. I got you. <laughs> yeah, the question was, what's the sexiest part of a pirate? She said peg leg. Yeah. Which I said, well, it says some things. I said booty. The peg leg says some things. Yeah. So The eye patch wasn't in there. No. Somebody said they're muscles, which were like, I don't like. I don't think pirates are no. like jacked. I think of them as poorly nutritioned men of the sea. Was Number number one was the way they talk, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that what it was? Yeah. And number two was money, I think? Yeah, I think number two was the was their treasure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Joey Bricks made a claim on the show yesterday. This person wants to let you know. Hey, I was just calling the machine because Mr. Joey Bricks decided to call out Mr. Carl Brown for a wrestling match. Oh. Uh, he said it around 4.46 on Wednesday. So, Carl, that's a sign. I think you should take it. Okay, okay. I did go back and find the audio. All right. Uh, He was asked a question about wrestling uh, Mm -hmm. and and said this is his dream, is to have him out here. Like I said, I do want to get one uh, professional wrestling fight under my belt at one point. Joey Briggs versus Carl Brown wrestling match. We need this. All right, let's do it. Make it happen. Oh, Oh, yeah. I think Joey's taking all the bumps. <laughs> Carl Joey, takes one bump and yeah. it's not. That's it. It'll be one big and important bump, though. That'll yeah. be, he'll be the, he'll finish the match. <laughs> I think you guys have a ladder match that you oh, dominate, yeah. uh-huh. but you have a spot off the ladder that ends your night. Well, if, uh, I don't know if there's the, the training school is still on Hartzell nearby. Yeah. I don't know if that's still in business or whatever. Joey wants to go in there and run the ropes a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we pop by, see hello. There's a there's an event coming up in is it Barry? We got yeah, an email you, about you and it. I got invited to something. It's during a time where I'm out of town, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we get we're getting a few like local wrestling yeah, groups starting back. to reach out and say, hey, we're running events again. Would you guys come out and I'm, gonna, I'm say, ready to do a say match. hello and that kind of thing? I'm ready to do a match. Oh, you're gonna be the guy to go in there. I do yeah. a running. Yeah, you do a running. I do a running. <laughs> That's it. I'll get stunned. Sure, I'll get stunned. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, yesterday, you know, this is a topic from yesterday, and it's about the the man with the two penis. Sorry, uh-huh. the kid with the two penises. Right. So I'm just listening to yesterday's podcast about the guy with two, uh, two dongs, and I'm I'm wondering why do you even bother getting it cut off? Just have two, be a freak of nature, and own it. I'm sure you'd turn a lot of heads and could probably make a lot of money with it. Now, I know what you're about to say, Carl. Yes. But hold that thought because he called back. So 
I just realized that after listening to the rest of that bit, you explained that that guy actually had a medical condition and had to get one of them taken off. I'm sorry. You got to own it. Two dongs all the way. (laughs) He's saying ignore the uh, The medical advice. story yesterday came out of Sao Paulo, Brazil, where uh, there's a a two-year-old kid, and he's he's born with, it's a one in a million condition called defalia, which means you're born with two, you know, functional-ish penises. And uh, they had to remove one, unfortunately. They had to remove the larger oh, one because uh, they found out that the urethra was too narrow. Couldn't pee out of the larger one, so they went with function over form. At the, the, there is a risk for uh, higher dysfunction of uh, kidney and colorectal yeah. symptoms and uh, also a higher risk of infection. Oh, You're right. just adding more holes. It's best to go in and tidy it up. Can't add more holes. No, it's best not to have more. Somebody wanted to chime in about songs for us. Hey, boys. Just catching up on the podcast and... Just got past the open mic segment where someone was asking what your song, or the perfect song was to describe your life. Mm-hmm. Matt, I'm kind of disappointed in you. You should have gone with uh, Smash Mouth Believer. <laughs> and uh, Carl, well, I don't know what song perfectly describes your life, but uh, we love you, buddy. <laughs> I So I think I know what should be the song to describe you. Oh, yeah? I think, at least. Uh, I did some scrolling. Okay, what does it be? If I had to say... Gary Jules, yeah. Mad Mad World. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing the uh, the sad Hulk walk away here. Yeah, yeah. The tears are filling up their glass. Guy always really heals REM a check for this. Doesn't he yeah. sound like the REM guy? I guess a little bit. Yeah, I think he came first though. They owe him. <laughs> this is Carl Brown's song now. This is you. Wow. Pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of funny. Funny kind of sad. Hold on. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've Okay, for that line. For that it's line. Perfect, right? Yeah, for that line. It's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yours would be a skilo, I wish. <laughs> Oh, man. Matt wishes he was just a little bit taller. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Soper and Brown Show. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. I would like to request Mad Mad World be added to the Soper and Brown playlist, please. I have... uh... I have made a note. Thank Somebody you. said, giving them a Gears of War nostalgia from the uh, commercial that was used in a few That's years ago. That's one of yeah. the best video game commercials mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll stand by it. Yeah, it's fair. Perfect song, perfect commercial. The g- <laughs> I sucked at that game, though. I was really bad at Gears of War. Yeah? I was Because I was an Xbox guy as okay. a teenager. Sure. Huge Halo fan. Right. And Gears of War, you know, was kind of in that realm. I couldn't, I was not good at it. No. I was not. I'd imagine I would have not been either. I never tried. If memory does, was Call of Duty just a PlayStation release when it first started? Yeah, I believe so. It was right. Yeah, because I think, and I'm just I'm guessing, but for some reason it sits in my brain. I think Gears of War was kind of like the answer to. Yeah, 
if, I, think, if, I think it was PlayStation exclusive for the first little bit. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I think it might have been an answer. That was always kind of the thing. Like, Call of Duty was PlayStation, Halo was Xbox, yeah. and which camp were you in? Oh, hey, I loved Halo, man. So I just sit there playing the next NHL every <laughs> single year like <laughs> a sucker. Need that roster update, baby. Again. Hey, Will Smith, obviously still in the news for his whole smack <laughs> of Chris Rock. Yeah. But I'm reading this morning, and there are... Will Smith impersonators. Okay. That are making bank over really? the last month or three weeks, whatever it's been, because of that scenario. So while Will Smith is losing projects everywhere, impersonators, cha-ching. Really? One impersonator, I'm reading an interview this morning, has been able to start charging double what he normally charges per hour or per, per appearance. Because he's never been in more demand. I would love to know what his original appearance fee was. I'm it, charging double. 70 bucks. It, so it, it he says $750 was typically his appearance fee. For a Will Smith impersonator, you pay $750? Now you pay $1,500. I'll slap you for $750. Like $7.50. <laughs> uh, it said that I've never had so many people want me to show up at their parties, at a bar, at their house. Uh, people will have conversations with me and jokingly say, don't slap me. That's getting a little old, but the money's good. <laughs> uh, just to clear it up, uh, they bet uh, Call of Duty was uh, on both consoles since the second game. Second game, okay. Yeah, we got a lot of people in okay. text box letting us know that. So people are, like, they're inviting, what, like, to parties, like, to birthday appearances and I, that kind of stuff? Much like they, you would any impersonator. They just show up and pretend me, to be him. Let me ask you this. What is the appeal here? Like if it, like if you ever been at a party where an impersonator was hired, never, never. Neither have I. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. I'm trying to find the spot where I think it's going to be cool. It would have to be really good. Yeah. Oh, really. they'd have to be a great impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> really good. What if it was a really good macho man? For those, uh, like, it was just walking around, like, for the, like doing his stuff. For right. For those who watch, for those who watch, I think you should leave on Netflix. There is a sketch in season two called Stable of Stars, where this guy has like really poor impersonators. And as Johnny Carson just hit someone at the party, he's like, you hired him for cheap, he can hit. That's the Will Smith guy. You hired him at that price, he can hit. Well, my question to you is, Yeah. do you think people are paying him to just slap, slap them? Or leave voicemails for people? Maybe. <laughs> Keep my wife's <laughs> name yeah. out your mouth. Maybe. I bet you there are people that are paying him to slap them. Are you also hiring a Chris Rock impersonator in this case? Have and them that, show up. And at that point, is it not just kind of sad? Oh, that would be sad. Yeah. <laughs> so are you kidding me? Of I course it would be. I need to recreate this pop culture moment yeah. to feel something yeah. for my 38th birthday. Yes, it would be awful. Oh, jeez. It would be awful. I don't think that's happening. You know, I'm happy the impersonator's making money. At the end of the day, yeah. great. If that's your bag, you, you're, you've been hanging on to, you know, a Will Smith impersonation gig for however long. I'm glad you're getting paid. But Lord Almighty, this I can't is believe such you, a weird business. I can't believe he was getting seven fifty before the before slap. This, yeah, to do what? To come in and rap? <laughs> to come in and rap? Parents just don't understand. Like what? Is- I'd watch. <laughs> All right, here's the deal, Will Smith impersonator. I'm gonna pay you seven hundred fifty dollars, but you have to come in and you have to do a take, shot for shot. Complete line for line remake of Wild Wild West in my living room, and you play all the parts. Every part. I'd I'd pay for okay, that. Okay, for that. Yeah, for that. Now you're starting to get your bang for buck. 
Volby, 97.7 Hits FM. It's the Soper and Brown Show. In a few minutes, I, I do want to get to an idea mm-hmm. that a Hits Nation member actually sent me. I think it was yesterday. And I like it. It's an idea for a contest. Oh, yeah? I like it. Oh, yeah? I like it. With a few minutes. Okay. But first. All right. But first. Uh-huh. But first. <laughs> what do you got, Julie Chen? That's the first. That's that's funny. Yeah. That's the first album, by the way. But first. Yep. Is the first album from band number one hundred and fifteen. One fifteen. But first, <laughs> the first album from Gentlemen in Berlin. That works. That honestly. does work. That works great. Yeah, actually, it really does. I'll just uh. wash the nude men. Um. We were talking about the Will Smith impersonator mm-hmm. and curious if he, anybody pays him to slap them. He says he makes $1,500 in appearance after the Oscars yeah, situation. He's getting seven fifty before, but he's crazy. in demand. It's crazy. Text message here said, you guys should get Soper and Brown impersonators for one show. Oh. Two guys who have to try to be you throughout the entire show. So... Uh, obviously, I'm thinking we want people who you know who know the board, who know the system. Here. I, I don't care, but sure. Stephen John. Stephen John. Yeah, we bring in the part timers. So Steve, Steve is you. He could be. He can absolutely get my energy, no doubt. Jonathan is me. Oh, is that tougher? That's tough. I think it's tougher for him. Yeah. 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 It's a tough. You think it's a tougher gig for John than it is for Steve? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think Steve could match it. I think. Yeah, Steve absolutely. Can, he has energy. John would have to shave his head. <laughs> he has to? Steve. Why does he have to, like, no one can see him? Steve has to crouch. <laughs> Grow a beard, crouch. <laughs> crouch. Just so, because they have to post a picture of them trying to look like us, too? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they got yeah, they got to they change the Facebook header for the day, the back-to-back shot there. Yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> you like, force them to listen to hours of the podcast to yeah. like, get an idea of our vibe. Make the fill in for us on a vacation. Do we tell anybody, or does it just happen one day? Oh no, we don't say a word. It just happens one day. Yeah, and see how many breaks we can get before anybody notices. One immediately. Yeah, the second <laughs> they open the mics. Sounds like a funny idea until like two breaks in, everyone goes. So there's four more hours of this, huh? Uh, four more hours. Well, <laughs> watching John not talk about NASCAR, just going blue in the face. <laughs> We talked about NASCAR this week. It I know just, we did. It was just about a guy throwing a watermelon. Yeah. Well. And be like, you don't you dare go into any of the logistics. No. All right? You stay to the melon. <laughs> hmm. When's that? Uh, sometime in May we're off? We're taking a Monday off, aren't we? Yeah. It's the a, end of May. Yeah. That's the, the next one? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Hey. Maybe. Maybe? I think it'd be real. Man can dream. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Make it happen. Let's go. Broadcasting from the White House of Rock. All right, so we got an Instagram message. Uh, this believe... one, not a hacked message from my Uncle Dan? No, not, okay. not your uncle trying to screw me over. <laughs> uh, although I did get a Instagram message from a guy named Goobs. Goobs. Uh, it was a man doing an, an interpretive dance. Oh, yeah. He's a bigger man. What a treat. And said, could you get Carl to try and recreate this? Come on now. Um, I told him I'd do my best. This is me doing my best. Are you in? I'm not your monkey. Oh. I tried, Goobs. <laughs> Goobs? I tried. Uh, different message, though. Uh-huh. And said, I have an idea. The Hits Snack Challenge. Hits Nation mm-hmm. throws out their best weird snacks. Now, okay, tell, tell me more because yeah, I have yeah, obje- yeah, yeah, I course. immediately have objections, but okay, yeah. go ahead. 
his um, submission, he takes bread, mayo, mm-hmm. or ranch, I don't know, it's some kind of white um, thing, uh-huh. cucumbers, yeah. Cheetos. Oh, yeah, you know what? This dude sent me this sandwich. Yeah. It was yeah, it looked like uh it looked like flaming hot Cheetos yep. with like cut up tomato cucumber and it, it was on a sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Dude dude made a sand like a Cheeto sandwich mm-hmm. with some tomato and cucumber and yeah, mayo or something. And right. and said we need to create the hit snack challenge. He said don't knock until you try it. And then said mm-hmm. the winner mm-hmm. gets it on a menu somewhere in Niagara. <laughs> so so let me get this straight. You want to? Oh, tr- I found it. Here we go. Uh-huh. Here we go. I found him. It was Terry. Um, buttered toast, mayo on both sides, sliced tomatoes, cucumbers, salt and pepper, topped with Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Didn't have any cheese initially, so I improvised. Uh-huh. Right. It was basically a snack on a whim, making dinner with the kids. Came up with this crazy concoction. Let's start it. Hashtag Hits FM Snack Challenge. The Hits Snack Challenge. So the idea would be, I assume, that several people over the course of a week or so would submit snacks to us. Yep. And we would rate them and then decide on a favorite. And yeah, that, and, and, and then find someone who would they would be tweet them out to, with the hashtag. Okay. And other get try to get support from others. All right, so we can review them online a little bit and exactly. get a visual before it lands in our Put hands. Put it in their Instagram stories, things like that. Okay, two rules, and we have yep. to go by the honesty system here. Okay. Please, no one drug us. Oh, I don't think... Oh, you don't think we have to consume them? Maybe, like, I, I think you and I make them. Oh. Yeah. So they uh, but su- I would also not like to be drugged. So they submit recipes to us. Yes. Oh, I see. I thought this involved because many people show up at our back door with many things in their hands. Oh, yeah. So I thought this was like a people bring us their concoction. No. Oh. Strictly a social media thing out the gate. I like it. Okay. Tweet us, Instagram, message us all with the hashtag. Several of my objections have been satisfied. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> with and, and do we just call it the Hits Snack Challenge? I think H-T-Z. Hits. Yeah. Snack Challenge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way. Take a picture of your like weird at home snack that you make yourself. And it can't just be like, I do cucumbers and hummus. No. Well, no, everyone does that. That's okay. not a thing. What is your thing? Yeah. Are you one of the that guys you swear by? In the text box earlier when we ran the machine. Who likes to put ripped up bread in your coffee and mm-hmm. call it whatever? I don't know. Poor cereal. Yes. Whatever you call it. Yeah. The worst bread poor, pudding in history. I was going to say, poor man's oatmeal. Uh huh. Like, so, somebody text in vanilla ice cream, peanut butter, some flaming hot Cheetos, chocolate chips, and a drizzle of honey and caramel. Okay. That's pretty weird. But you need to make it and then either tweet it at us yeah. at Soap Radio, at Carl Brown 977, mm-hmm. at um, 977 Hits FM with the hashtag Hits Snack Challenge. Also, do it on Instagram as well. You can do it yeah. in the stories and whatnot. Try to get as much traction. Let's see how many we get. And then we kind of have some finalists. Yeah. And if there is a restaurant interested, willing, I, willing. I can't promise that any restaurant <laughs> will do this. But if, if that was like an end goal, yeah. that hey, a restaurant's willing to put the, the best. On their menu for a week, mm-hmm. and proceeds go to blank charity, yeah. right? I think that's fun. <laughs> there you go. Here's a guy who says, my father-in-law eats onion and ketchup sandwiches. Well, send us a picture. We're not going to eat it. But, somebody yeah. said, like, can I bring it? I'd see, I We save the eating of it yes. until we get a bunch of submissions. Maybe if we find a final three, yeah. you and I could do a, yeah, a yeah, taste yeah. test or yeah, something yeah. like that. But we but can't yes. just be like, show up at the back door with food. We're going to end up with so much stuff. In this. We already get, yeah. yeah. Bombarded with stuff. So, yeah. 
it's strictly a submission thing at first. Okay. All There's right. got to be rules in place. Okay. Okay. What do you think? I like it. I do like it, actually. Terry. Yeah. Shout out to Terry. I think it's a great idea. He's, he sent me an image of the sandwich, too. Yeah. You know what? It was kind of there and gone for me. So I was like, all right, yeah, enjoy your sandwich, Terry. And then. I'm oh, you didn't read the rest of it? I read it, but you know, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next thing. Here and gone. Yeah. All right, then you fell asleep on the toilet. Very likely. <laughs> it's been a tough week. All right. 977-977. You can text in anything you'd like. But yeah. My Twitter feed's open. Hashtag send me hits a picture. snack challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we're just pushing this idea out into the universe. I don't know where it goes. Mm-hmm. I, we have not talked to any business yet, but this is the start of something. The Soper and Brown. That's a Foo Fighters 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown show. Oh my God, a huge thing of Joey's hair I just found here. Oh, lovely. Look at this thing. I oh. thought my headphones weren't working, then I realized I had <laughs> turned them off to listen to Hurdle. Oh, right. We were doing a Hurdle. Look at the size of this thing. That is definitely a Brick's hair. It's oh, not one of mine. That is large. It's not one of <laughs> I dropped it. Uh, it's going to the ground. I will not be picking that up. Anymore. No, I'll forget about it. Frankly, I did enough just getting it off of the buttons. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, huge shout out to Terry again. He yeah. put forth an idea saying we need the Hits Snack Challenge. Terry, if you're listening this morning, shoot us that picture again over on Instagram so we can use it to maybe get the ball rolling a bit because it was one of those you send it and then it expires kind of things, the messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are now sending in theirs. Again, the idea is send in your... Snack that you absolutely swear by. Something weird. Yeah. Something different. Maybe it's a family tradition. That if you said, oh, I mix this and this, and people go, what? You, what? No, no, don't worry. It's really good. You just have to try it. Much like the breakfast sandwich that you make me quite frequently. A little English muffin, a little peanut butter, a little hot sauce, egg and cheese. There you go. Yeah. You you swear by uh, that. It's really good. It works for you. It's a lighter snack in the morning. I like it. Somebody here is saying fresh mango. Mm-hmm. With cream cheese uh, in between a bun. Yeah, that's, okay. that's I could like get a fresh that. mango with cream cheese on toast or something. I, I can, can see I that. I can see totally. That's not even okay, that weird to here's me. Here's one: toasted ranch and Nutella. Okay, that's that's getting weird. I I'm a ranch boy. Yeah, I don't want that. Montreal steak spice on popcorn is one person. That favorite. doesn't weird me out. No, I could see that. It's just a unique seasoning yeah. for your popcorn. It's not too weird. Could, you know what I made for dinner last night? What'd you make for dinner last night? Meatloaf muffins. Oh yeah. So t- did See, like made the meatloaf mixture, but then put it in a muffin tin. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like bites. And you just Spice take one out. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Oh. You pretty much kind of made meatballs. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but they are in muffin shape. You yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> They're shaped like muffins. They rise. Yes, they did. A little bit. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Good. And then I put the little barbecue sauce on top, so yeah. it's like kind of like icing. I would have had one of those. You know what? They're they're actually meatloaf cupcakes. <laughs> That's what they are. Now that there's meat, icing on it. You made meat cakes. I did. Nice. Do you want one tomorrow? Yeah, I wanted one this morning. Not tomorrow. No? Oh, it's too long. Too long? What, you don't eat, you can't eat food? You're too good to have food? <laughs> That's four, 36 hours old? Too far gone. Huh? 36 hours. Too you. far gone. I don't know what your food storage is like over there. Uh, it's called the fridge. <laughs> you ever heard of it? No, I have not. I keep my food in a wet sack in the backyard. <laughs> Slice mozzarella cheese and ketchup chips is one person. Slices of mozzarella with a ketchup chip. I, I, again, I could see that. Okay. Okay. Popcorn and peanut butter? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, do you have to warm it up and, like, drizzle it? Because you can't, like, peanut butter's too... Like, popcorn's not uh, significant enough to scoop through a peanut butter. I think they, like, mix it. Yeah, oh. I think you eat it with a spoon. Mm. I don't want that all over my fingers. No. 
I love peanut butter, but the worst part of peanut butter is how <laughs> yeah it, sticky it is and it, get some yeah and it gets you, in your hands and face yeah and if you get a little in your mustache oh, it's you're smelling is, it for yeah it's really tough all day I know when I have it in my mustache because Walt tells me every single time. oh yeah oh boy he the, is happy to see that the worst is when we were having to wear masks <laughs> and so you'd like take off the mask realize there's peanut butter oh, on the inside my of your God I'm a slob <laughs> I'm an absolute slob. Well, that's good, man. I'm looking forward to this. I'd like to see what hits nation. Like, what do you? Yeah, what do you? What do you snap? Are you ready on, for this one? Yeah, go, hit me. Carrot cake. Mm-hmm. Tabasco on on top. No way. That's what somebody just said. A little heat with the sweet. That's what like, somebody just said. On top of the icing. That's what somebody just mm. said. I'm a fan of both those things, but together, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Salted cashews mixed with fresh jube jubes. My father called it Johnson mix. Johnson mix. What? <laughs> Some kind of perverse trail mix. Jube jubes and salted cashews. I could see I could see that one being good. Peanut butter, honey, feta on toast. Again, I can get there on that. Feta's, you know, pretty it's like pretty sharp, kind of salty. salty yeah, very salty. peanut butter, the honey. I, I can see the balance in that. Hot dog casserole. Layer of mashed potatoes, layer of hot dogs, layer of mashed potatoes, then oh. craft singles on top. I gotta <laughs> now we're getting sick. Now we're getting there. Jeez. That's what I want to see. Show me this. That, Send me a picture of that. That text came in from Altoona, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like Altoona-style lasagna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree, though. That's Those are the things that we want. Yeah. Send me the weirder the better like that. Yeah, No doubt. Stuff that you make at home or your family makes, whatever you got. I um I want to yeah, I want mo- you to make that. You got Mother's Day coming up. You have some weird casserole your family eats. I want Send you to a cut a piece of that like yeah. you like you see on TikTok when yeah. they cut a piece to show you the middle of it or whatever. Yeah, I need a cross section of what that looks uh-huh. like. Somebody just said spanking meat. Oh no, I said speaking of meatloaf. Oh, I was like <laughs> spanking meatloaf. Spanking meatloaf. What first album from which band? Oh, <laughs> uh, Martha and the Meat Muffins. That's who's yes. The best. All good things. The comeback. 97.7. Peanut butter, red pepper jelly, dill pickle, bacon, sandwiches. I can get there. You could? Somebody suggested Montreal steak spice cooked on bacon. You add more salt to your bacon? Yeah, but again, that's not weird to me. I I can if somebody said, oh yeah, I just peppered that up. Eh, okay, sure, <laughs> sure. It's, it's... But much like you know, we had the we had the guy who called about the Mister Noodles, like the wet sandwich that he has coworkers that eat. That's weird. Remember that? That's weird. We got to see one of those. Yeah, I need to see it in action. Okay, I I don't know what this is or where this goes. Terry had a good idea. Mm-hmm. Let's see if anybody you know starts throwing them our way. You get home tonight and you're making yourself that weird snack, or if you have that you swear a, by, you have a picture of it you from a previous family by. engagement, whatever it is. Hashtag hits F, hit snack challenge. Yeah, hits HTZ snack challenge. Yeah, put it up on Twitter, tag us in it, Instagram, email it to us. Whatever you got, we're easy to reach. And if we get enough or we have enough kind of cool yeah. ideas, I'd love to talk to a restaurant and do like a week of the winning snack <laughs> on a menu somewhere. Let's I think that'd be fun. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's in yeah, or not. We can't guarantee that part, but we will rank them. This, oh, oh, God, yeah. We'll rank them. We will eat. And I'm willing to eat some of them. I'm willing to eat some. That will make. You and I go to the grocery store together. We whip hand together. in hand. Yeah, put them together in the kitchen. It's a nice little video series, actually. Oh, here we go. Oh, now we're talking. I'm seeing this whole thing now. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Carl versus the world. You finally got a win yesterday. Fine. Uh, Carl Family Feud is coming up in less than 10 minutes. The Silver and Brown Show. Now. Now. 
It's time, time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, today you're going to be playing on behalf of Rob in Simcoe. Okay. He's Rob. sitting on hold, hoping you can get the dub today. I can do it. Looking to take you down. We got Brian and Welland. Brian, good morning, buddy. How the heck you doing? I'm doing all right. On your way to work, or are you at work at the moment? I just arrived, but I'm going to play the game before I get started. Hell yeah. Get yourself $100 worth of vouchers, Lotto Max draw, and try and become a millionaire tomorrow, okay? Sounds good. Let's do it. You know how Family Feud works? 100 people surveyed. Answer the question? Yep. And you're each going to answer the same question. Highest ranked answer gets a point. First to three points wins. And Brian, you will go first for question number one. You ready to go? Ready. All right. Name the most useless thing in your house. 100 people surveyed the most useless thing in your house. What do you say? The most useless thing in my house. Um, Oh, wow. Uh, Okay. Uh, I'm going to say. Need something from you. The vacuum. The vacuum. I'm going to say husband. Husband. (laughs) Husband or partner. Yeah. Uh, Vacuum is number four on the list. Okay. All right. Husband or wife is number two on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's a point. I was also going to say gym equipment. Is that on there? Treadmill is number one on the list. Your laundry hanger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Point for Rob. Uh, Carl, you'll answer first for this one. Okay. What food? 100 people surveyed. Mm hmm. What food should you not eat while driving? While driving? Um, oh, uh, pasta. Pasta. Brian? Soup. Soup. Oh, good answer, Brian. Pasta is number one, or pardon me, oh. number two on the list. Oh. Because soup is number one on the list. That's what I was trying to say. I got real excited. Uh, soup is number one on the list. Yeah, Pasta, number two. Chicken wings, number three. That's fair. Ice cream, number four. Anything you've got to, like, either spoon or fork while you're driving is tough. Yeah. You need handheld. Can't spoon while you drive. You can't spoon while driving. Brian, name yeah. me a food that you eat during Christmas. Turkey. Turkey. Uh, yeah, that's where I was going to. Um... I'll go uh, stuffing, I guess. Stuffing. Stuffing number three on the list. Yeah. Turkey number two on the list. So okay, that's going to be a point to Brian. What was number one? All right. Number one was peppermint latte. Eat. Uh huh. You eat. Yeah. Eat. Number one. Food was peppermint not latte. Not beverage. <laughs> Just eating a latte. <laughs> At Christmas time and Christmas time only. Uh, Brian, get this. Uh, you get this point, and you're going to win, man. Carl, you'll answer okay, first, though. Let's do okay? it. You'll Let's answer go. first. Yep. When I say the word bathroom, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Toilet. Toilet. No, no. Carl answered first. Oh, sorry. And, and Carl said toilet. What do you say? Oh, well. Okay, we'll say shower. Shower. You guys did get one too. Mm-hmm. In what order? The number one answer is shower. (laughs) No, it's not. Brian. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm glad glad that Carl went first on that I know. You were going to say toilet. I I was going to. I did say toilet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You did. Carl. I so so disagree with this. All right, good game, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good game, Brian. Brian, congrats, buddy. Um, Rob and Simcoe, we're going to cut you loose. Sorry. $100 worth of vouchers. Lotto Max draw. Uh, That's going to be tomorrow night. Stay on the line. We'll get your information, all right?
Awesome. Will do. Thanks, Brent. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Carl is so upset with the bathrooming. He has been ranting. And there's not even a shower in every bathroom. Are you going to public washing or shower in there? That's a good point. Come on. Like, I would have taken sink ahead of shower. You go on there to use the toilet and wash your hands. Shower's a home thing. It's a great great point. (laughs) I said, said, uh, the question was, I said the word bathroom. First word that comes, just word association. Yep. First thing comes to mind. Toilet was number two, shower was number one. The other one that people are laughing at is the what's a food you eat during Christmas. Number one answer was peppermint latte. Clearly. Uh, I, frankly, I'm I'm stunned it wasn't stamps. Chewing down a peppermint latte. That's right. Mm. Tex here said, I'm going to eat a nice peppermint latte and then go have a hot shower, boys. Oh, yeah. That's the way. Good Lord. <laughs> These questions are out of control. Also, a lot of people in the text box saying, oh, I eat wings when driving all the time. That seems... Like a bad food to eat <laughs> while driving. You could eat it with a dry rub. I would not want to eat like a sauced wing mm-hmm. while driving. I would just assume that my mm-hmm. wheel and vehicle would be a nightmare afterwards. Mm. And you think? I think so. Another one here says, uh, I drive truck. You would not believe the amount of people I see eating cereal on their way to work. What? Yeah, full on spooning cereal. I've actually heard, I've actually heard that's a, that's a somewhat regular thing. That seems dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that one seem... one hard break and that cereal's going everywhere. Well, I'm also thinking like you just don't have proper control of your car. No, they, although this does explain why we see such terrible drivers on the QEW in the 401. <laughs> just the weavers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's probably got Cheerios today. <laughs> just yeah. Hoovering. <laughs> terrible man. man. Just like literally get up a minute and a half earlier. You can eat that bowl of cereal at home. Yeah, cereal doesn't need to take long. Doesn't take long. I eat it. I like. I prefer to eat it. Quickly and alone because the way I do it is gross. So <laughs> I'm over the bowl. It's got to go in quick. I don't want anything getting uh, getting soggy in there. Thank you, Anyways. Caitlin. Let's get to your questions. We're going to go rapid fire in a few minutes, and Watch we get a prize. We get a prize. Yeah, we got a prize. Uh, the Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo. It's hitting the International Center April 29th through May 1st. And uh, you can win a four pack of tickets if you have the best question in this round, and we select it. 977-977. Rapid fire questions. We got the answers in seven minutes. It's Green Day 977 hits FM. It's the Soper and Brown show. Let's go. Me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Bro, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Let's go rapid fire with your questions at 977-977. You've needed them answered. We have answers for you, and we're giving away a prize for best question. Yeah, we're giving away a prize today. It's for the uh, Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo that is hitting the International Center April 29th to May 1st. And you can get a four-pack of passes if we select your question as the best of the bunch. Tyler says on a four-slice toaster, what slot do you use for a single piece of toast? Uh, I think I would use it like I read. I would go left to right. Really? Yeah. I think I might go far right. I think? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I... No, I think uh, I would go. I would although start on the left, yeah. we got rid of our toaster, yeah, because we have the air fryer and toaster combo. Yes. So I don't. I also use my air fryer for a toaster. Actually, my toaster is sitting in here. Oh yeah, right. You brought it in. It's over next to the. Th- I brought it in. Uh, oh. 
during the the Great Pumpkin uh, consumption yes. there for Halloween, because we had like Pop Tarts and stuff that required yes. heating up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if a Smurf is choking, what color does he or she turn? White. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, goes from blue to white. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're on a cross-country road trip. What's the first album you throw on, and is the fart jar with you? Uh, the jar is with me if Matt catches me before I leave and makes me take the jar with me. Yep. Uh, first thing that's coming on uh, right now, there is a Matt Mays live album. That you really into? Is, I'm just absolutely vibing on. It's like a two-disc live thing. I bought it on. Uh, I bought it on vinyl a little while ago. And it was just Dude, a, uh, it's called From Burnside with Love. I'd throw that on. Do I have to choose an album? Because I am the guy who creates a 200-song playlist and puts it on shuffle. See, Chels does this, too. She's a playlist creator. I where love I, it. I'm the other side. I'm an album top-to-bottom guy when yeah. I'm driving. Yeah, like, give me the full, like I'm putting on Darkness on the Edge of Town, and yeah. me and Bruce are heading. That's it. I want like 200-song shuffle. Yeah. Uh, although, you know what it starts with. Every road trip has to start with 38 right. Special, Hold On Loosely. As, uh, as you discussed with your buddies, right? Yeah. This, is, this is it. I'm telling you. Next time you go on a road trip, start with this song. Right. Sing along. God, it rips. Well, I've, got a, I've got a drive to D.C. coming up in a couple weeks. You see it all around you. Good love and gone bad. All right, I'll turn it down because I'll sing the whole <laughs> goddamn thing. Would you rather be stoned to death by pickles or drown in mayo? That sounds miserable. They both sound bad. Yeah. I think I'll take the stoning, though. That sounds awful. Well, I know, but I'm just, I'm, you're like, both are bad. You're just picking which route you'd rather go. This is so dark. Mayo is going to go quicker. The pickle thing mm-hmm. is going to take forever. Hey, good for the town, though. Right? <laughs> good for the town. Well, I assume everyone gets to throw a pickle. Yeah. Yeah, cathartic. Yeah, Do some good. It's going to be a lot of people doing it, though, that you don't like. And oh. think about the happiness they get. Oh, well. I already provide happiness for some folks that I probably don't like that much. <laughs> <laughs> and no more dishes. So Yeah. If you could run through a store for one minute and grab whatever fits in your backpack, what store are you running through? Okay, I have a I have a question. You only have a minute. Yeah. EB Games. Uh-huh. Everything on the shelves doesn't actually have the games in it. That's true. So you'd have to, in it, that minute, you'd have to wrap a t-shirt around your elbow, smash the... <laughs> The window in the back and start pulling it yeah. from there. But the, but the, if you see, like, they're always in these weird envelopes and uh-huh. stuff. Well, those are, like the used ones. Oh, those they, are the used ones, right. they do have, but like, sealed games the behind the counter in the little, they open up the little gimmick, right? Because I was kind of thinking that. It's got to fit in your backpack. So it's what's, you know, you know, you know what the answer is? It's a jewelry store. Oh, yeah. It's a jewelry store. You're going to make the most money if that way. If you're looking for prime benefit, it's like a Spence Diamonds or, or a Charm Jeweler, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Pick your jewelry store of, yeah. of guy and then just go through with the backpack. That's you got a point. minute and just sweep. Make that money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> question for me. What's your favorite food to lick other than stamps and envelopes? The ultimate licking food. It's got to be the popsicle. It's the popsicle. I mean, it's the, it's the rocket pop, preferably. Ooh, rocket pop. Yeah, pops. like the, the red, white, and blue, like the kind of like... I like the no-name one, the green, uh, purple, and yeah. I know the I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a no off-brand one. It's shaped a little more like a yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aggressively penis. Aggressively popsicle. If you were reading the autobiography about your life, would you stop at the chapter at the age you're at now, or would you continue reading? So this is interesting. I actually like this question. I am an incredibly curious human being. I want answers all the time. Yep. Bothers me when I don't get an answer. Mm-hmm. This is the one time I would stop. Yeah. 
because I also fixate on things uh-huh. and have tons of anxiety about I have things. an incredible sense of dread. Like, <laughs> if all of a sudden, you know, I read that, oh, at 41, that's where it ends. Yeah. I would not enjoy the next, the next seven years. No. I would be miserable. Uh-huh. I would just focus on, I got to miss out on my kids and yeah. this and I that. don't need to know what's or like, coming. Oh, up. Matt, you break your leg again. Like, oh, yeah. No, no. That's that's a recipe for disaster. Here's the other side. It's like there could be, you know, great success. Sure. But that's, sure. I mean. You're just going to fixate. What are the chance of that, like 30%? But you're going to fixate on, no matter what it is, you're going to fixate on it and never, <laughs> you will not enjoy the journey, Carl. <laughs> Got to enjoy the journey. It's about the journey, man. It's about the climb. Uh, question here from a listener in Niagara Falls. Do you love each other? <laughs> That's the best question. <laughs> Do you love each other? <laughs> if only you could hear the lunch plans <laughs> that we made off air. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, we can't talk about no. it. But yes. We yeah. made some lunch plans, <laughs> and we said what we were going to do during the lunch plans. <laughs> Until they made us stop. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. De- deeply. Yes. Um, if you were the guy with two wieners, which one would you be cutting off? The big one that doesn't work very well or the small one that works? Well, obviously, you have to cut off the one that doesn't work. I'd be hoping that it gets done before I have a say in the in the matter, which yeah. is the case in this in this particular scenario. The kid in Sao Paulo, okay. I believe, was, was two. Let me, put, let me put it this way, okay? Right. Imagine every man uh-huh. in the world yes. is born with two penises. One works perfectly. The other, bigger, doesn't work that well. What per- and, and and you are told, okay, at 20 years old. You make the choice. You have to make the choice. At 20? Or, or like 19 or you're something, at, right? at 13. Yeah, sure, 13, whatever, sure. Right? A, a young age. You make the choice. What percentage of men would, would say- Would have a fully functional penis at this point? Yeah. Three. What percentage of men would make the smart choice? To take the successful, not medically complicated version over the large version? I'd say 3%. 97% walking around, (laughs) smiling but unsure. It's true, right? It is, yeah. It's so true. It's absolutely true. It's so true. (laughs) Oh, man. What else you got over there? That's funny. I I think that's that's it. I, I I don't so autobiography and that last one are the two that I like. All right, let's go with the last one. The last one, the the one about the two dongs. <laughs> that's the one. Soper and Brown show. It's ninety seven seven hits FM. Carl, this is. I want to say I'm trying to do the math here. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years in the making. Oh. They have finally announced a new title. Hmm. For the Avatar sequel. Is James Cameron still doing those? I thought it was a threat. Apparently, (laughs) it's happening finally. 2009, the original Avatar came out. Is that when it came out? Broke records, obviously. I think, is it still? No. Did did Endgame overtake it as Uh, the highest grossing? For for a while. It was there, yeah. It it overtook Titanic as the highest grossing Mm -hmm. film. And I may have been no, beat. Still, it's actually still ahead of Endgame. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously a massive film. It was, was it the first of the 3D or at least the it first was, that really, yeah. Yeah, they filmed it with 3D cameras, right? I think that, so. That was the big like thing. It yeah. was, for me, I, I remember enjoying it. I I only watch it in theaters, but I remember it feeling more like an experience than anything. Quickly. Yeah. Tell me one character's name from the movie, uh, Avatar. Blue guy. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. 
But it was more of like an experience. <laughs> but there was all this talk after that. Yeah. Oh, we're going to create this new world, and it's going to be like Star Wars. And wasn't, you know, wasn't the stuff on the planet literally called unobtainium? I I, I, <laughs> like we, I like we can't. Ob- <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I do not remember. Mm. But there was all these. There was all these things, right? It's going to be this whole new mm-hmm. world, and this whole new movie franchise. Right. And it came out in 2009. And didn't at some point James Cameron say, I'm not doing anything else? I'm just making Avatar movies? Yeah. <laughs> it's been 13 years, it's, which is so, so weird. But it's uh, it's officially set mm-hmm. to hit theaters December 16th hmm. of, I believe, this year. Well. Uh, yeah, here it says the film is expected to be released on December 16th, and it's going to be called Avatar, The Way mm-hmm. of Water. According to Thrillist.com's uh, entertainment blog, uh, there's a quote here from producer John Landau, February 2019. He said a large portion, get this, a large portion of the fourth movie has already been filmed. So they've filmed two and three? I think they've filmed a trilogy here, and that's what is... Uh, and that's what's coming out. Do you yeah. think the appetite's still there? No. God, no. I have no interest whatsoever. Like, we're talking about this right now, and I'm curious just because, like, I think taking your career and tying it exclusively to this and just doing it. Uh, I'm looking here. Principal photography has already wrapped on Avatar 3, due in 2024. Mm. Uh, they're in post-production there. Fourth and fifth movies set for 2026 and 2028. They've already set those You've up. You've got four more set to roll out. Why now? Why does it take so long? I mean, it's just the idea of like is it like the the Peter Jackson thing of let's just get everything in the can and then we'll slowly edit and release these things. Like I the guess. like the Lord of the Rings idea where he got all of it done and shot over the like because it was over multiple years they that they made those films. I just think that if you had released Avatar two in yeah. even twenty fourteen. Yeah, the, the, five years on, yeah. You know, peop, the appetite for mm-hmm. it is, is big. I'm still going to see it, and I think a I'm lot sure. of people will go, see it. Probably give away tickets to it I, and go yeah, see the damn thing. I, I yeah, think, But I don't. did you miss the boat? I don't know. I just like, like, it comes in once in a while, I see something come across my Twitter feed, and it's like, James Cameron's ready to go. Sure, <laughs> sure, pal. You become a, you've become like a weird uncle movie guy. Yeah. I'm just doing avatars. I hope everyone's still excited. It's been 13 years, James. Yeah. Get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. It'll make a billion dollars. Oh, without a doubt. Congratulations. It's the Hip 977 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Carl, potential late entry for Dink of the Day. Oh, yeah? Of course, we started the show with that. But I got a woman in Grand Rapids. Michigan? Okay. Okay. <laughs> there is, mm-hmm. uh, she's a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan cool. and was shocked to find out mm-hmm. that the Red Hot Chili Peppers were going to be playing a very small venue in her town. In Grand Rapids. Okay. Uh, sorry, actually, I guess her town she lives in is called Ferndale. Okay, sure. Which is very close to Grand Rapids. Right. Grand Rapids is at least a bigger city. Yeah, a bit a of a hub city. city, yeah, sure. Ferndale, smaller. She was stunned. Uh-huh. The Red Hot Chili Peppers Doing are playing. Like a warm-up show before they head out on tour? They're playing Ferndale's small magic bag venue? What? The magic bag. What? Warm-up gig. Stunned. Yeah. She buys tickets. Uh-huh. And little does she. she okay, what's it going to cost? 
Well, that'll be $30 for the pair. 30 bucks for a pair. $30 for a pair. To see the red hot chili peppers in your small town. You know, you're, the way you're describing this, this deal almost seems too good to be true. It's because it is, Carl. Who did she see instead? She bought tickets to see red not chili peppers, uh. <laughs> a cover band that does all red hot chili pepper songs. Uh-huh. She's Go- furious. What do you mean furious? Show hasn't happened yet. Well. She is demanding a refund. Wait, 30 bucks? Demanding a refund. And even set up a GoFundMe for thirty dollars to get the money back. Why don't you just go to the show? That's what if they're really good? Yeah, I've seen like I've seen uh, the, the like I've seen hip, hip cover bands. There's one in, in uh, BC. to they're called the Radically Hip. They would go around a little bit. They're pretty good. They're fun. I uh, I would always get real hot. When I would see advertising for Nearly Neil, because I thought it was a Neil Young cover band, but he does, he's, he's a Neil Diamond. He's like a very uh, famous Neil Diamond okay, okay. Uh, tribute act. A night out seeing a cover band can be a lot of fun. It can be a ton of fun. You're a Chili Peppers fan? You're 30 bucks at a small venue for a pair of tickets? What are you, what are you pounding the table about? Just go see the show. Do you not enjoy life? Coming from a guy who does not enjoy anything? <laughs> Come on. Go to the show. Uh, according to the band we- band's website, the Red Knot Chili Peppers pay tribute to the ultimate funk rock quartet. Yeah. Good for them. I bet they're probably good. <laughs> you might want to. Now, now in, the only thing I'll give her in her defense yeah. is the Red Knot Chili Peppers is not the greatest name for a cover band. Like the the if you remember at my wedding there was an there was a Neil Young tribute yeah, band that course. played yeah they were called Crime in the City so it's a great song of his off his album Ragged Glory yeah. so you know if you're a Neil fan you'd know Crime in the City you make the reference so what, you'd I, have him go see Danny California I, I, yeah yeah I wouldn't call him you know if I had a Neil Young cover band I wouldn't call it Neil Old <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean like the red not Chili Peppers is uh, it's a little close to it what do you call them then. Under the okay, under the bridge, around the world, <laughs> suck my kiss. Blood sugar, sex, magic. Oh, that's good actually. <laughs> that's actually a good one, right? Yeah. Call them snow. Call them snow. Soul to no, squeeze. No, but there's a there's a band like you know. Oh in, yeah, informer. right, that guy. Yeah, informer. I call him suck my kiss. Suck my kiss would be <laughs> yeah. pretty good. And we do Chili Pepper songs and Kiss cover songs and Kiss. Yeah, we do lick it up. <laughs> Just lick it up. Lick it up from suck my kiss. No, no, they do. They do lick it up and Beth. Yeah, that's it. That's it. No other. And then kiss the rest, chili peppers. Yes. I'd go see suck my kiss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chili Actually, of all the things, red not chili peppers, kind of lame. Chili peppers are playing uh, in Detroit in the summer. Okay. So she has. She could go see the band. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you a little more than tickets. 30 bucks. Range from ninety five to one hundred and thirty six. Yeah. So is that what the GoFundMe is going towards? She wants to get tickets for that show. Okay. Okay. So there's the route. Nobody should pay her anything. No. Literally nothing. Find your own way. And go see the cover band. Yeah. We have fun. Suck My Kiss is a good one. It's I like a that. great name. Yeah. You want to call them up and tell them? Yeah. yeah. Do you have these guys' contact? <laughs> Soper and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM. Carl Off Air mm-hmm. has been, because we're talking about the Red Knot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and I was saying it's awful kind of, names. It's kind of like, it's almost 
like you want people. Like it almost yeah. kind of feels like you're kind of tricking them in yeah. a little bit. And you know, I kind of make it wrestling. Of course, we we're talking about like independent promoters back in the day would book people whose names were like really, really close yeah. to WWE names, hoping to catch like the one or two unsuspecting parents. And it's like, oh yeah, let's go see Bulk Hogan. Yeah, oh, okay. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Jim Stud, whatever. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I'll go see him. You know, Freddie Guerrero. Like, <laughs> whatever. My, my favorite was Carl was like, it would yeah. be like if I booked a show and had Dandy Orton yeah. headlining. John Cena and Dandy Orton <laughs> hit him with the RK. Oh. <laughs> We have been here for years. What did we learn today? Well, Carl, we learned that the uh, Canadian Jeopardy girl continues on. Matea Roach uh, won another 27 grand on the episode last night, going for win number 18 in a row on the show tonight. Uh, apparently, Avatar 2 actually has a release date, December 16th. And we found, there's some people in Textbox who are excited about it. Said, yeah, you know, I know it's been 13 years, but I'm ready to go for a sequel. Uh, Tropicana launching the first ever breakfast cereal created to pair with orange juice. Who asked for this? Uh, apparently, nobody. their marketing team, I assume. It's stupid. It's uh, Honey Almond Crunch, and uh, yeah, they're, it's Tropicana Crunch. <laughs> Text message. I saw a Nirvana tribute band called Norvana. 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 You're not even trying. No, like. <laughs> hey, we're Norvana. Norvana. There was a couple good ones in the text box too. Uh, it was an, um, uh, Wolf said he saw a Foo Fighters cover band called Monkey Wrench. That's a great one. Pretty good. Heart shaped box. Somebody said, Carl, why'd you go with That's Neil good. Old instead of Young Neil? Uh, well, Young Neil feels like a different show. It does. <laughs> feels entirely different. Nothing, you- nothing about Neil is young, even when he was young. Would uh, you call the Nirvana uh, cover man heart-shaped box uh, teen spirit or in bloom? I call them breed. Breed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not bad. I go with breed. In utero. Yeah. Um, the Hits Snack Challenge. We're hoping to uh, or we're hoping to float this idea out there on the social feeds. If you got something, there's a recipe in your house, whether it be a snack thing, a dinner thing, something weird, something that stands out, something you think is uncommon, throw a picture to Soper or myself. On Instagram, on Twitter, use the hashtag mm. Hits Snack Challenge. We'd like to uh, amalgamate a bit of a list here. What about for the Nirvana cover band? You go with this song? You can name them this song. <laughs> no? Would it work? I mean... Rain. No! <laughs> I just tried to cut it off sooner. I ain't got an idea. Someone said Nirvana cover band. It's called Naked Baby. That's pretty good. There you go. That's not bad at <laughs> That's all. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, what else do we have? Do we have I anything else? No. I don't remember. That was it. I I was... Played, we played a good Metallica song at the start. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I, um, what else did we do today? I was uh, I was taken back by Carl's Dandy Orton. So. <laughs> Dandy uh, Orton yeah. coming, to, coming to an independent wrestling uh, show all near right. you. Ashley's up next. All right. Oh, oh, darn it. Hold on. on. Hold Hold on. on. Turn that off. Hold on. Here. While I wait for that, too. Man, everybody at this baseball game has probably seen my little baby penis. (laughs) All right. Happy now. (laughs) There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. 
Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.